Oh shit, crack a cold one for the boys. It's episode 18 of the Jaking Off Show. As of this recording, it is just past midnight on Monday, October 7th. It's a whole new week, and it's a whole new you. We all start back to zero. So here's what's happening. Forget about your failures. Forget about your successes. Forget about everything. It's a clean slate. Start fresh and focus on what you do best. Fuck the Joker. Fuck Donald Trump. Fuck everything that's that's going on in the world. Fuck the oceans. Fuck the turtles. Fuck everybody. It's all about you. Focus on you. It's all you're the only fucking person that matters because no one else is going to stick up for you or support you. Because we live in a world where everyone is out for themselves. Everyone's out to get theirs. That's what this fucking town is all about. Everyone is just trying to survive. And so there is a lack of moral support and a lack of humility, I'd say, in this beautiful, sunny Los Angeles. It's a time of reflection. It's a time to atone. Did you, did you fuck up? Did you not get enough done last week? Did you say you were going to do that thing for your friend and you fucked up? Well, now you got to apologize and take them out to lunch. You know, you, you, the leaves are changing colors. It's a new season. We're almost at 2020. What the fuck have you done? Really think about it. What did you get done and what could have you gotten done and what can you get done before we reach the holidays? Because uh, that's the only time when you can relax, man. Is that, that week off for like Hanukkah or that, or that, or that week off for, for Christmas or the, or the Christmas break or fucking Kwanzaa if you do that. Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, if you do all three, if you're an egalitarian and all holidays are equal, you know, fuck it. You know, whatever you do, do it and have fun. But what's also important is that you got to work hard too. You got to get after it, man. Whatever that is, get that fucking promotion. Do extra, impress your boss, you know, work a little harder. And, and just the, that in itself is, is a reward because you feel good about yourself. Clean up, clean up your room. Do, do your mom a favor. Do your wife a favor, you know. Uh, surprise her with flowers just because it's fucking Thursday. You know, just, just go out of your way to do something for somebody else because there isn't enough of that going on in this world. And, uh, it, it, and it's all about money. You want to do somebody a favor? Well, what, how much is the service? What's the rate? You know, we all got to do that, but that's the world we live in. And, uh, we got to adjust accordingly. Uh, not enough support. Uh, and, and no one's, there's no surprise money coming in the mail. It's not coming. It's not coming. You just got to do you. You can't help everybody, but you can help someone. And if someone's hurting, if someone's not talking to you, reach out. You might change somebody's life. You might save a life. You know, call a friend, catch up. Now, I'm not saying this to anyone in particular. I'm not trying to motivate anyone in particular. This is for me. Um, and anybody who this resonates with, it's for you too. But I, I got friends that, that I haven't spoken to in a long time and, uh, they might think I'm fucking dead, you know, or I'm dead to them. That's not true. If you're listening and we haven't spoken in a couple of years, you know, it, it, it's cause of me and, and my fuck shit life and my problems. And also, uh, I'm not, I'm not good at the whole social thing. I got the autism, you know, anyway. Yeah, I got that. Um, and I'm trying to work my comedy material into it. But, you know, I, I, when I was a kid, 
I had trouble picking up on on social cues and uh you know difficulty making eye contact with people and difficulty forming connections with people with with me I was always like in my own little world with with my fucking toys and shit and uh I didn't I didn't care uh, uh I I mean that, that that's something that I'm glad didn't go away through all the therapy is that I don't give a fuck what other people think. I don't care anymore. I'm just doing what pleases me. And, and yeah, it's selfish. And, uh, yeah, I'm a hypocrite for, 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 for saying it, but you know, it, it, it's something that I've learned to curb and it's something that I'm learning how to deal, learning how to deal with and be more open about it so that maybe, uh, my life can change and I can improve my comedy and I can, you know, make it personal. And most importantly, uh, is that on that stage, filters don't exist. We're in a place where words cannot hurt us. Well, words can leave psychological damage that take a long time to heal, but you know what I mean. <laughs> words can't hurt us. Language is changing, and there's virtue signaling, and outrage, and people trying to just call each other out and control what, what people think it's it's a it's a common thing that's happening in society and it's happening a lot on the comedy stage because you know you always oh, say a joke that's too dark and people go oh you can't say that like you know someone gets offended well you know that's that ain't your flavor that's not for you there's the door there's a little white bus waiting for you outside with some guys in coats uh you know but what are you gonna do uh i feel like i'm walking on eggshells all the time but I thought the phrase was sticks and stones can break my bones, but words can never hurt me. I thought that, I guess that saying's not true anymore. You know, people got to watch out. I, I, uh, I, I was accused, I was accused of, uh, being an ableist one time. And, uh, it was very strange because, um, look, man, I know handicapped people. My roommate is handicapped, uh, I got friends who are actors who who are who are handicapped and and you know their their lives are no different from you and from you and me. They're not even fucking handicapped. They're just inconvenienced. You know, it, I don't I don't see it that way. You just got a different situation, just like everybody else. But we all breathe the same air. We all bleed red. You know, but I was called I, w- I was called an ableist. Um, I, I was at a I was at a house party and uh, I was referring to you know like the new iPhone that comes out. It's a thousand fucking dollars or whatever. And I'm like, oh, that's gonna cost an arm and a leg. We're joking you know, little hee hees and ha ha's left and right. And, you know, to, to have some, to say that'll cost an arm and a leg. That's just a figure of speech. That's just a little idiom that's been uh, around, around for like, I don't know, a hundred years. And, uh, just a figure of speech. And someone overheard me and goes like, you can't say that. That's, that's, <laughs> that's offensive to, to amputees and handicapped people. I'm like, well, you're not a fucking handicapped. Like you speak for the handicapped. What the fuck are you trying to say? Like, what, what's your problem? And, uh, I had to, I had to fucking shoot her down and, and tell her a fucking story. You know, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta justify my existence now because I've been outed as being someone who is, who is discriminatory, uh, towards, uh, a certain group of people. Uh, and it's just fucked. Now I have to defend myself. So I, so I told her, I'm like, look, my, my aunt got in a motorcycle accident about three, about three, four years ago. And it was terrible. It was a not terrible experience uh, for her. Uh, she lost her husband and she lost her leg. Um, you know, now she has a prosthetic and uh, she does a wheel, does the wheelchair thing every now and then. But, you know, she's okay. She survived and she's good. And we joke about it like, you know, hey, let's go to IHOP or <laughs> let's go bar hopping. You know, it's like we, I, I deal 
with bad things that happen in my life. And I try to spin it in a humorous way, you know, uh, and uh, I had to tell her that fucking story. Look, I know I'm, I'm related to someone who who's who, who went through a, a bad situation. So don't you dare fucking tell me that that I'm like a, a racist or an ableist or or, or sexist or, or whatever the fuck, you know. That's just a figure of speech now up on stage. You know, there's gay jokes, there's black jokes, there's like, you know, Mormon fucking jokes and shit like that. You know, but they're just, they're jokes, you know? There's no, so long as that there's no uh, maliciousness tied to it, then it's open season. No one is safe. But that's not, but that's not what I mean by that. You know, it's just, it's just jokes and, and people are trying to control how to say things and it's getting really hairy now and i'm not i'm not really i'm not really about that it's it's kind of like it's kind of like you know trying to shove your religion down my throat you know it's it's the same thing you got to believe this way you got to believe what i believe i'm trying to save you i'm trying to help you and it's like no you're not you're just you're preaching and you're trying to control people and uh you're no better than than those fucking people you know not that and I'm not saying Christians are bad or whatever or, 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 or whatever, but it's, it's the, it's, it's the indoctrination of you have to think this way, or you have to say things in a certain way. So you don't hurt any, any feelings. Now I don't mean to hurt feelings when I say things that are off color or whatever. It's a joke. It is a form of entertainment, you know? It, it's starting to it's starting to drive me up a wall and it's starting to mess with my with my creative process because I'll write a joke and I'll think, oh, you know what? That might offend someone in the crowd that happens to be, you know, handicapped or has a mental disability. Like, OK, I have autism. All right. I was diagnosed when I was very small um, and I'm going to fucking, I'm, I'm writing jokes saying that I'm half a tard because it's like through years of therapy, uh, uh, I've, I'm able to, you know, make eye contact and talk and talk to people, but it takes like every fiber of my body and I'm, and I'm trying to work material around, uh, that, uh, factor in my life. And I'm, I'm finding myself saying the word retard or, or tard or, or whatever. And, and I'm thinking to myself like, man, that's a funny joke, but Oh, someone might get offended. But, and then I have to fucking justify my existence again. Like, Hey, look, I'm, I'm this, you know, fuck you. If you don't believe me, if you don't like it, you know, there's the fucking door. And, uh, I haven't, I, I have yet to have that experience to, to like offend someone because I've been walking on eggshells and I'm trying to be egalitarian. Like I'll look at a crowd and uh, my, I'll have a set idea of what I want to talk about, uh, of, of what I want to say up there, but it's malleable. It's ever-changing because uh, I made the mistake of, of doing really dirty material in front of a crowd that was mostly like older women. And uh, that done, uh, dirty jokes and sex jokes and pussy jokes don't really sit well with old white ladies. And, uh, you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't adjust my set as it happened, you know, cause it is a performance. I, I like to be prepared. I like to have somewhat of a script, but uh, I've, I've learned, uh, to, to weave and bob through, uh, what I think is going to, uh, have me win with the crowd and so on and so forth. It, it's, 
it's not easy, you know? I'm thinking about it, and, and, and comedy's just, that's just what I want to do, man. I'm addicted to it. <laughs> I'm infected by it. it. It's it's an obsession. And it's not like I'm making any money now. I don't even care about that. As long as I'm able to to do what I like doing, then that doesn't matter. The money comes later. For example, this podcast. Okay. Uh, it ain't shit. Barely anybody's listening. And I know that. Do I let that affect me? I try not to. But I like doing it despite the fact that it's totally oversaturated and everyone has a podcast, whether they're a, a comedian or not. Uh, well-known comedians at a high level have definitely like taken to that to, you know, as another source of income for their fan base or whatever. And here's, and here's guys like me <laughs> that ain't shit that aren't, that have only moved, but a pebble in this, in this path that I've, that I've chosen. And, and I'm just doing it because I like doing it. Fuck rules. they fuck guidelines. Fuck websites telling you how to write a podcast. Like, the only thing that I've looked up is is uh, is proper equipment and how to use it. That's the only thing that I've really like adapted. But in terms of like how to grow your podcast and how to reach an audience, who gives a fuck? Just fucking do it. Just fucking do it as long as it makes you happy, right? Now, the the whole I have an idea. And it's an idea that I'm going to do until I fucking die. And I, I like, I like this, uh, this time that we're living in. I think my roommate just walked in. Do I hear keys? I don't hear keys. But yeah, what was I saying? Um, I'm just, I love this time that we're in because now what this is is kind of like radio without advertisements or sponsors. Although when that step comes, you know, then, then it's a whole different story. But hey, man, Amazon was built in a garage. Rome wasn't built in a day. You know, Bill Gates was a dropout in college. <laughs> Einstein was dyslexic. Come on, you know. I'm not worried about the hardships anymore. Just fucking go and get after it and do it. Now, my plan here is uh, to have is to have guests and talk about the nuances of the day and opinions on what the fuck's going on in the world and also talking about their creative art, whatever that is. Now, I want to get out as much content as humanly possible, so there's something called solo podcasts, which I've done a few in a while, and for the most part, they've been uh, motivational, half motivational, half like reflective, uh, my journey, you know, stuff that, that's going on with me personally a little bit because that doesn't, you know, because when I have a guest, it's not about me. It's about the other person. I want to, you know, I want to hear, I want to hear their perspective. And for these solo ones, you hear mine, um, you know, but I, I want, I'm still trying to figure out what the set thing is. Like, are there going to be more of the, like, do I want to do more solo podcasts that are shorter that are ranting on a particular subject, like the fucking, you know, however the fuck the Joker movie is doing, or what, or, or what's, what's up Donald Trump's ass, or, or what fucking superhero movie is breaking the box office this time, 
or or whatever or what fucking crazy viral video is on the internet now like stuff like that and uh i'm still kind of figuring that out as i go um and you know they could be anything uh at the top you know i want to motivate you because look there's people that are depressed and sad and upset um out there and their lives are not fulfilling and maybe maybe some some uh aggressive fortune cookie telling uh is in the future for for the janking off show because not only is that a pun on my name and masturbation it's also just kind of loose like you know just shooting the shit and um i can't really do that by myself i get personal i get deep it's not always funny you know it's it's definitely a different vibe uh when i have a guest over because uh greg my last guest um whom is is also a friend of mine and also a coworker uh, at at the day job. You know he's a good dude, and uh, I got I got to talk to him for an for an hour forty, um, which didn't feel like an hour forty at all. We're just talking, and we're just you know also kind of catching up, you know, and that, and that's and that kind of bleeds into my social life or lack thereof. You know, maybe I shouldn't always have an artist on. Maybe I should just have a friend on, just talk about shit. Yeah, that's definitely a good idea. Where's my notebook? <laughs> Doesn't always have to be a fucking creative type. It could just be a friend. Doesn't mean that they're not creative. But there's friends that I have that uh, that don't do stand-up, that don't do music, that don't do acting, or, or, or you know, kind of pussyfooted it and put all that stuff on hold. But maybe I can bring that out of them. Because I certainly got friends that uh that I went to college with that you know want to be actors and they're waiting tables and doing day job shit and uh you know working so many hours just to pay the rent and there's not enough time in the day to you know do auditions cuz all the auditions are during the day you know maybe you got work that day take time off work to go to an audition you don't get the part hey you know not only are you are you skipping work for that day? You're you're losing you're losing a small sixty, a small eighty, uh, for for that work day, or whatever you know by by not working to go, you know make a sacrifice and gamble on yourself because I, I I look at my finances sometimes and go like oh I could totally uh afford a vacation I could I could take a week off go to Colorado see my aunt or I could go to Oklahoma see my other aunt, go to New Mexico and see see family you know it just you know. Or, or just or to do a staycation, just kind of like fucking chill out. Um, can I afford it? Actually, no, because you're fact. I'm factoring in the money that I'm not making for that week. So yeah, you're buying a cheap plane ticket to to fucking Texas or whatever to go see family, but the, you're not working for that week, and there's sacrifices that you need to make to to make that happen. What was I saying? Doesn't have to be guests. Okay, hold on. You got to write your notes down, you know, I, I, I got it. This was inspired from Joey Diaz and which, which what inspired him to, to do the whole, the whole notebook thing is from a book called the artist's way, which was a book that, that, a, that a close friendly, uh, a family friend of ours, uh, told me about, and it's, it's that same fucking book. You just write your, write your goals down, write your goals down. And, and get it together. Whether that's a creative thing or not. You know, just just having structure to your life. 
write out what you're going to do for the week, put, put on your work shit, you know, or make breakfast, cook dinner, do laundry, you know, easy stuff that, ju- that, that you write down and cross out just for the sake of fucking crossing out. Oh, I, I, I went on a date or whatever. Cross that shit out. <laughs> I can't date. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. There's, I'm too selfish. I've been single for way too long. And, you know, whoever, whoever comes next into my life on an intimate and romantic level and, and, uh, and all, and all that warm and fuzzy shit is going to really fuck up what I've got going for myself. (laughs) It'll really fuck things up. She's, uh, the next one, the next one's got to be smarter than me. Next one should hopefully be the last one. Uh, and it's and you know is this this might sound a little racist but uh, I got to date a black chick I got to date like a Latina I I can't date white chicks anymore. It, it, it's 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 got to be some brown sugar. <laughs> it has to man no because like the the only um I only dated like one black chick and that's the only one that I never cheated on and and, and that was my first relationship but you you know it's <laughs> long story. But uh, I never cheated on her. She was the only one. I, everybody else uh, was white or, or Asian, you know, who I fucking I, I cheated on. Because when you date, when you date a black chick, you are you are also dating the the DEA, the FBI, the CIA, Homeland Security, the NSA. They're on top of your shit. <laughs> you are on a tight leash, and you're whipped, man. You're whipped. <laughs> uh pussy whipped. That's yeah, whatever. But. It, I gotta, I gotta date somebody. She doesn't have to be black. She can be whatever, as long as she's hard on me. Uh, Cause I'm, I'm, uh, I have wild temperament. I have a tendency to deceive people, especially if they're not as smart as me. Cause if they're not as smart as me, they don't investigate me. They don't look into my phone. They don't look into my shit. Uh, because I'm too busy being sneaky. Uh, that, that's my dad and me. I'm, I'm kind of an asshole on that regard. I'm, I'm an animal. And I'm not faithful, and I've come to terms with that. That's kind of why I've been single for a long time, because uh, it's like, oh, yeah, we could go out on a couple dates, but this can't be a thing, because I'll break your heart, you know, and you just gotta, you just gotta cut it off before it, you gotta, you just gotta cut it off before it gets all feely and all that, and get your feelings hurt, because I, I too have been deceived, I've been dumped, I've had my heart broken, and all that stuff, but I, I don't want to do that to someone else, I don't want to hurt someone, you know, I don't want to do that, so uh, in order for that to, in order for that not to happen again, I gotta be with someone that's on my shit, you know, I'm occupying myself with all these other things, and, and she's just gonna have to be on board uh, uh, with with what I'm doing, if you don't like going to comedy shows, this isn't gonna work. If you don't like, uh, if you don't like horror movies or, or heavy metal, uh, <laughs> it's probably not gonna work. I don't know, man. Uh, I, I gotta, I gotta find another me, but with tits. Because <laughs> that's another thing, you know. I, I'm also, I'm having trouble loving myself or, or, or just liking myself as a person. But if if I if I see a lot of myself in another person and treat them well. And I'm kind of, you know, fulfilling that. Yeah, I'm a little lovesick. It's been like eight years. 
since I've been in a committed relationship. Uh, and I do kind of miss it. I kind of lament it sometimes. But I'm focused so much more on me. Like if I was tied down to some lady, would I even be doing this? Would I even be doing stand up? I don't know. I don't know. Cause there's one chick I dated who, who really, who really wanted to change me. Uh, she wanted to throw out my whole wardrobe and, and, uh, buy me all these new clothes, rich girl. Uh, you know, she wanted to change me and, and mold me to, satisfy her parents or whatever. Like, I'm not dating your parents. I'm dating you. What the fuck are you doing? And you know, I, I've, I've, in my experience, uh, I've, I've dated women who, who want to tame me and I don't like that, but I should be kept in check. I should get tagged is what I'm saying. <laughs> I should just get tagged, get fucking microchips. Like, where's he at? <laughs> He better tell me where he is and it better be the truth. And I better know where he is all the time. <laughs> but you know, I don't, I don't even know what I, I don't even know what I want anymore, but yeah, that's it. And that's that. And that's kind of all I wanted to cover some personal shit, some motivators, uh, show dates. Uh, it's still only, uh, November 22nd at the Sycamore Tavern in Hollywood. Uh, that's the only show date I have right now. I don't, I don't, I don't got dick going on right now. I don't promote open mic dates because who wants to see me at an open mic? I'm just working new shit, but yeah, all the open mics in between every show. Got to keep the sword sharp. Anyway, we jaked off. Uh, I'm drinking an energy drink at one o'clock in the morning. Not a good idea. Don't ever do that. And uh, I'll catch you fuckers later. <laughs>